Hey everyone, and welcome to Drinks and Dice. We're a small group of friends and family who have been playing Dungeons and Dragons together via Zoom for a few years, and have recently decided to start recording and broadcasting our play sessions. The intent behind the broadcast are to help our players remember what happened and catch up on content they might have missed, as well as provide entertainment for all of our children. If you're not one of the members of Drinks and Dice or their children, then you're still welcome, and I hope you enjoy listening along with our adventures. I should note a small disclaimer. Audio issues continue to plague our group, and we're working to get better and better each week. So if you're enjoying the story, hang in there. Audio quality will improve over time. With all that said, let's jump right into this week's adventure on Drinks and Dice. Welcome back, everybody. It's nice to be back to almost regular schedules. Um, go over a quick recap of where we left off last week in the Water Temple. Um, and then we'll kick off this week's session. So last week, the party um, continued their adventure with Hook uh, by their side, working through the various rooms in the Water Temple they were able to discover and defeat uh, what seems to be the prophet or the priest of the water temple. As you're um, kind of exploring through, it seems that each of these temples is containing some form of um, lead cultist or lead prophet that is bent on bringing into uh, your reality the greater elemental powers. And so uh, this specific elemental uh, priest is Gar Chakratil, and uh, Gar, the barnacle-covered um, creature, humanoid creature, was uh, was working on some form of summoning, like the others have been, uh, to summon their um, Aquin deity into this world. Uh, you were able to thwart him prior to him summoning that. That was... Um, I'm looking for the name. I typed it out here. Ohydra was the name of his god, uh, or elemental power that he was trying to summon. Um, you were able to stop him, uh, not without a little bit of trouble, uh, mostly suffered by Luth at the uh, at the hands of Gar. Um, but uh, yeah, so once once vanquishing that foe, the party started to kind of look around the room and assess assess their surroundings. Uh, when Hook decided to jump headfirst into the mysterious well that Gar had been summoning from, uh, Hook vanished into the well, and the party attempted to try and kind of see what was going on, and didn't get much further than that. And that's that's where we left off last. Any questions? Nope. I'm just noticing that Celise has a couple markers on her. Is there are there any conditions mm, that I there were, I but they're away? clear. Yeah, there were, but they okay. they would have been combat conditions, so they would. Have I didn't know if anything had happened when they stepped away. Clear those off now. All right. If no questions, we will begin with Hook this evening. So, Hook, as you dive headfirst into the well, you you find the water uh, obviously wet, um, and the well 
it it it's no, quickly not a well anymore. Uh, you were expecting it to be a long, shallow shaft of water, um, and as you as you dove into it, that long, shallow shaft only lasted a foot or so before emptying into an expanse, an expanse of water below you. Um, you look up. I'd like to make a make a perception check actually for me. Uh, 22. 22. Luckily, you look up and you see a small shimmering um, kind of uh, magical essence shimmering in the water above you. Um, from, from right like behind you as you look up, as you're traveling down, you're, you're completely underwater and you're in like um, uh, it's like an ocean, uh, all underwater. It's it's kind of um, it's kind of surreal. You start to see different beings and creatures uh, around you. Off in the distance, you see uh, underwater kind of structures, if you will, um, buildings. Not like the buildings you're used to seeing, with like buildings inside of bubbles. Um, you see uh, water elementals in various clusters and groups. You see a very large fish swim by. Um, you see other smaller water-based creatures around you. Um, no one seems to have noticed you yet. What would you like to do? Oh, well, this is unfortunate. I uh, thought I was looking for a way out of that room, and, uh, well, I guess I did, but you the way you I was a way out. <laughs> Um, are there any locals nearby that I can ask what this place is? All of the creatures that are around look it's very similar to the water elementals that you had fought earlier. Uh, uh, there does not look to be any civilian creatures, if you will. Uh, gotcha. Okay, well... I might just stand around for a little bit and hope my uh, companions. So funny, so funny thing, you're not standing. Oh. You're, you're kind of floating in the water. It's you haven't reached the bottom of of any water surface yet. You're kind of still floating right below where you kind of entered this magical realm. Hmm. Can I swim back to that to the spot where I originally came from? See if I can get back. Because you rolled over a 20, you are able to identify the shimmering area in which you came. And as you swim up to it, um, you want to go back through that area? Yeah, I'll just give it a shot. Try swimming through it. As you swim up through that area, uh, you start to emerge and you see the walls of the well resurround you again. And uh, you are able to resurface uh, your friends are all standing around the well looking concerned and trying to figure out what happened to you. You you hear Saxon saying, well, if I recall, it's a 2J journey home. So, I mean, do you think we should be getting on the road at this point? Or... Well, you would not believe what is in that well. Oh, 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 oh there you are. I didn't <laughs> see you there. <laughs> Wild stuff is in that well. Uh, I don't know if it's worth searching. But it could be. There's a whole 
whole planet seems like a whole underwater world just uh, just beneath that well make like a an, portal make a history check Jonathan. sorry hook 13 13 yeah you got nothing oh Wa watery planet water there's a watery planet in that well i don't know how it fits but they are good at uh, compact construction. Did you feel as though there was some benefit to traversing down there? Or was there, a, you know, some treasure or maybe some objective that you noticed? Or um, no, not nothing really. I didn't spend much time in there. Um, might be just a fun exploration, but if we were to do that, we would probably want to recover. And rest. Yeah, yes, but that would certainly be advisable. I know Zethaphase is uh, so tired she can barely speak tonight. She <laughs> was really struggling after that last combat. Uh. Should we... Um, should we... Should we take a... Short rest, a short rest probably won't help us very much, though. I imagine we probably need a good long sleep. I think most of us need a good long sleep. This, this doesn't seem like the best place to do it, but if I remember correctly, there may be another elemental on the other side of the portal out uh, that Glowen sent through there. Uh, I think it came back already. I think it was oh, one oh, of the ones that, that came is back. Is that the one? Oh, okay. Do we so, know? Is, is there more to come to to address here, or are we are we safe to return at this point? Um. Well, I think I don't know if there's anything else here other than my long lost companions. Who, uh, guess you have not seen. It would be nice if we could find them, but I'm not hoping, not expecting that. Yes, uh, from my uh, briefest of conversations with the villain, uh, it does seem like we've foiled his plans of bringing back this statue here in the other room. So, you know, I think having dispatched him and his minions, we've Probably are good to depart, I believe. Do we do we want to attempt to take a rest so we can then poke around and see if we can find Hook's companions in a safe and rested manner? Uh, I would be all for that. Tell, uh, us the, we... tell us the story again, Hook. What happened? How did you get in here? Oh, well, this is quite a long story, but short of it is I was sent by my my dad to uh, investigate the sudden surge of water impacting our family's uh, trade business. Your, your father is not a, an elephant-looking creature, is he, by chance? No, my, my dad's oh. a lizard. Lizard oh, man. Okay. Oh, yes. uh, we, that's we where I get my 
Elephant. Oh, okay. Yeah, must be a different guy then. Oh. Um, although my dad does like to wear uh, like costumes. I don't know if it was a real elephant or if it was a fake elephant that you saw. He seemed pretty real to me. Well, he, he there was an impersonation at one point, but I, we believe we've gotten through that to the real one. Oh, all right. Likely not the same guy then. Um, but was sent to investigate the water, uh, travel with my companions, arrived at the entrance of the temple, had a swim to get here, and, uh, well, was promptly knocked out. And, uh, well, the rest is history. So you don't know where they are? I do not. Well, if we've traversed this whole dungeon and not seen them, where else should we look? You you did find their their gear and their backpacks. <clears throat> oh, is that what if I you, found? If you remember. Yeah, Hook recognized those items and said, oh, I recognize those. <clears throat> well, the only thing I'm thinking of is... They're, they may have been put into this new water world and used as some kind of lizard man test subjects for water experiments. When you were in there, did you see any individuals? Uh, just watery creatures, like water elementals. So, yes. So, like yeah, bad, no, bad guys. No, uh, nobody I would like to talk to or have a have a relationship with. Ah, so this would be going into harm's way, certainly. Potentially. I, nobody really uh, paid me much attention at that point, but they might be a friendlier uh, species. With it having been spread over several months, our journey in here, is there anything we saw that would indicate there's another possible place or a something to investigate. I remember the star room up here. Did it have some magical something or other that we never really solved? Uh, you did solve the remember. star puzzle. It was any, anything that you cast, um, not anything, but specifically druid and cleric spells that had a double a duration. duration were doubled yeah. in cast in proximity of that star. Um, some kind of a fancy magical rune of sorts. Um, the rest of the rooms you believe you've discovered, uh, you okay. searched thoroughly for hidden entrances, you found one hidden door, you found a key, but you also found several locked doors that are no longer doors. Um, thanks to your... Luth. Thanks to your fighter friend. <laughs> <laughs> And we have the head of a statue. Well, we proposed um, taking that back, but I'm not sure who has the girth to have that 
all the way two days journey back. How do we get back? We have to go up and out the way we came? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I guess it also depends if you guys would like to attempt an exploration at the water world. Uh, potentially find my companions, or we could also just head back to your elephant friend. I think uh, I think we definitely need to sleep on this. Yeah, that's a good idea. I agree. Yes, uh, maybe we should consider scouting, uh, Luth, uh, since you can kind of slip in there without risking life or limb using your alter ego. That might be a good way to investigate. Definitely. Do we think we need to do it now, or can we do it? Well, if we draw their attention, can't they come through this portal? Did something come through this portal already? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if we should draw attention to ourselves when we obviously can't address any problems we find. Saxon begins to move a few steps away from the portal. (laughs) Good point. I think we should rest. Let's do that. Definitely. Uh, I believe we'll have to set up a watch if we're going to rest here. I'm not sure where else would be better, though. We could go back to that little secret room. It did not have any portals in it. Ah, that's a good idea. Sure, as long as nothing else has uh, manifested itself on the way back. I would expect that would be good. All right, heading back toward the portal to jump in. I'll just follow you guys since you're familiar with the layout. Glowin, are you you were describing the room where we found the belongings of the companions? Uh, I was not because that is right next to a portal. I was describing oh. the very upper right room on your map. Okay. Troll that hide. was hidden. Yeah, it was okay. hidden, and we found a place in the wall. Got it. All right, I'm going through this portal to go back. You're All not right. a wolf currently, correct? You are. You're muted. Yeah, I'll follow as well, but my token so, is stuck in a wall. I s- oh, I can unstick you. I need to know um, the order in which you're going back. And uh, glow, and you're not a wolf, right? I can one of us have control of Zephyr too while you're, while you're at it. Yes, if you're gonna control her, Saxon, I'll give her to you. It doesn't matter to me, that's fine. No one else will say okay. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm on that level with her yet. You have control of her and her torch. Okay. I don't think I'm a wolf. Okay. Just going to get rid of that token then. (sighs) All right. So I need the order in which you're coming back through the well. Uh, I'll be first. Okay. Luth, in his current state, is really trying to stick to the middle of the pack. I'll go second. And glow and I'll, oh, there you are, okay. So glow and you emerge. 
Hook, you emerge, and you're greeted by a water elemental that came back through this portal that you sent through. Uh, oh, so this two were not... Stops, looks at you, and utters something in Aquin. I know Aquin. Halt. You should not be here, and prepares to attack. Um, I was going to so... come through. I'll come through any time. One more, and then we'll do initiative, and everyone else's initiative will be on the other side of the portal. Just at least I'll put you through now, and then we'll start off. I think it'll be uh, um, Luth. That would be the middle Luth for you. Um, so I need everyone to roll initiative. Man, this is the most dangerous place I've ever been. He says casually. <laughs> As we begin initiative order again. This is not good. Alright, let me get Hook's initiative. Ten. That's with your boss modifiers? I got one on the floor. <laughs> you rolled a one and got a ten. That's pretty good. Uh, Salise. Fourteen. Uh, get, uh, Saxon. Saxon has a fifteen. 15. Setha Faye. She has a 12. Ooh. Okay. Glowin. 6. And well, that's weird because you both have the same initiative as last time. Luth. 19. 19. All right. Starting with you, Luth. You don't know what anything's going on. So. I jumped through the portal. And, and now you know something's going on. <laughs> Whoa! Welcome back. Um, I... As the first person through the portal, I didn't get any opportunity to say anything to it back. You could say something back if you wish. She says, what are you doing here? Halt and begins to... You shouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just say, oh, yes, please show us the way out. Make a perception check with disadvantage. You did charm this creature for quite a while. Did you mean to say perception? Deception. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, oh. Thirteen. One second. I don't think anything happens. I just want to check the wisdom modifier. Yeah, she's not having any of that. She's still in an aggressive stance towards you. Back to you, right. Luth. Luth is going to cast his echo. Okay. Drop him right there. Okay. And then attack 
his two attacks through the echo. Okay. Uh, first one's going to be 11 to hit. Uh, 11 does not hit. Second one's going to be a natural one. That is... Give me a card. Unfortunate. That adds up. You're you're in a bad way. Desperate need of a long rest. Alright. Um, this will be a pulled muscle, and you take a 1d6 penalty to your next attack roll. Okay. And you missed that effect. Anything else? I'm going to move... Over here, I guess. And that'll be the end of my turn. All right. Saxon. Who also doesn't know anything's happening. Uh, Saxon, seeing the condition that Zethafe is in, is offering to um, let her go first so that he will be the last one through. He doesn't feel like she should be the last one through. So can I defer my turn? You can't, defer your, you can't hold your movement. You can hold an action. Um, and you, she's not on the initiative. She's not the same initiative as you. So no, you couldn't. You can't hold your whole turn, but you can hold an action. Like you could, you could hold a sprint action, but you wouldn't be able to do anything after you used it. Um. Okay, I will. All right, sorry, one second, then. Um, I will, Saxon will use the hide action in this room. Um, uh -huh and allows Zethafe to travel through first, and he will follow her on his next available turn, I guess. So you're taking an action to hide. I assume you cloak your light of some kind. When you do yeah. that, go ahead and make a stealth check just so I have it. Yeah, since he's going to be the last one in the room, he's that's what he's going to do. Um, yes. That would be a natural one. Okay. So you're you're hiding. You're doing your best. <laughs> as far as you're concerned, <laughs> invisible to the naked eye. Yep. <clears throat> All right, Celise. All right, Celise is very frustrated to be seeing another enemy and is ready for this to be done with. We all thought it was. So I will advance and attack with my quarterstaff double-handed. Okay. The first attack is a 23 to hit. Hits. It is almost max damage of 11. Okay. Right. And charge to my ring. The second attack is a 17 to hit. Also hits. Damage is seven total. Okay. And bonus action unarmed strike. 16 to hit. 
16 also hits. Nice. Wasn't sure about that one. Seven points of damage. You said seven? seven? Seven. Got it. Okay. The, the unarmed strike is also a melee attack, right? For yes. the purpose of the ring. Okay. Cool. Uh, and that's it for me. I'm just right there. All right. And then it is Zethave's turn. Zethave would travel through the portal. Popping out on the other side. Seeing a friend. Um. She will um, use the Sacred Flame cantrip. Yeah, she's tapped out of spell slots, it seems. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So that's a dexterity save. Dexterity save. That is a heck of a dexterity save. Oh, I just closed the window. One second, I'm sorry. Too many tabs, and I just closed the wrong one. Dexterity, uh, 19. It's a success. So no damage, um, I think, for cantrip, right? Right, right. So uh, with her movement, she will make sure we are not in this grouped up situation that we were previously. So she will head up there. Okay. Uh, Water Elemental will attempt to whelm Selyse and Luth. So we'll move diagonally into this space, and I need each creature in the space to make a strength saving throw. Twelve. And Luth? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Twenty-four is a success. Um, if successful, target is pushed out of the space and does not take any damage. So nice. your shadow remains. Uh, Selyse, you fail and you take 14 points of bludgeoning damage. And you are trapped inside the creature, but we did determine that you all can still breathe underwater. So you can't breathe, but you can because you can breathe water. Okay. All right. Uh, that's the water elemental's turn. Hook. All right. Uh, I say, be gone, devilish water fiend. And I uh, have we decided whether I can do hunter's mark and favor foe at the same time. Uh, I have to look that up. Um, I will. I will have to look that up. Sorry. Okay. I'll just do Hunter's Mark for now, just in case. Um, I seem to look up the the favored foe wording. It's yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's stating that it's concentration, but it's it's a weird thing. 
You lose concentration on a spell when you start concentrating on something else. So, as the rules of concentration are written, uh, if it requires concentration, then you can only concentrate on one thing at a time. Okay, gotcha. So, bonus action, I'll cast a Hunter's Mark on the Water Elemental, and then I'll take three Sharpshooter shots. Okay. At it. First one is... Uh, 24 to hit. Hits. It's with four. Penalty. Yes. Okay. For... Oh, sorry. It gets confusing with all these things. We're on. For 25 damage. How do you want to do this? <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, 25 points like... left. <laughs> I'd like to run up and uh, instead of firing the bow I just kind of run up and uh, uh, strike it with the arrow as hard as I can and kind of makes a big splash all right, splash so all over the place water elemental splashes all over the place in a watery corpse thus ending combat removing you from uh, initiative order And the floor is yours. Was that Saxon elemental unaccounted for? Saxon comes through the portal. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. Yes, um, we're heading to the room then, or are we hanging out here? <laughs> I roll my eyes and keep walking. Uh, yes, let's, let's head on. I uh, really need to get some rest. I'm very tired. Were we aware of that elemental potentially being in here, or did it come from an unknown location? No, no, that was the one I had charmed and sent back through here earlier. And we thought it just went outside? I thought it might have been the same one that came from this direction when wow. we got two at the same time that spawned. Oh, okay. But it was not. So we're not concerned about any more at this point. Nope. Okay. Onward. So we just head on over to the room. Yep. Heading. Apologies. Uh, Zephyr is stuck in the wall again. His walls are tripping, tripping yeah, round, quite badly. Round rooms are... Oh, I'm also... Uh, I, I uh, walked through the wall in my case. And I'm now trapped. Oh. You're no excuse. You were in the middle of a square room. There we go. Round walls are are, are difficult with uh, dynamic lighting because dynamic lighting creates barriers. Uh, and if you get trapped on a barrier, then you get stuck. I don't know how Hook got stuck in a square room, but... <laughs> Whatever. And I have many talents. So yeah, round rooms uh, I'm learning are not the easiest with dynamic lighting. Sure. Thanks. All right. Well, I'll uh, cozy up on top of one of these boxes and uh, try to try to get some rest. Okay. Shall so we barricade water... the door? Okay. Yeah, or is, yes. Was uh, there a functional door? Saxon knows and can show everyone that there was a um, switch somewhere, which I myself do not remember the mechanism because it was like three months ago, but my character does. 
it was a poison switch uh, on the keyhole, and I, I'd have to go back and listen to a previous episode to determine there, if there was some lever that we could open yeah. and close it at will after I disengaged the trap. I just have to remember if uh, if Luth destroyed this door or not. I, I don't no, know. no, he didn't. No. <laughs> so many, so many doors have suffered at the. At the <laughs> it's just hard one. to keep the track. <laughs> Honestly, Luth uh, would have broken it down just for the hell of it, but uh, he's too tired and he just collapses into a corner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there is uh, there is a point of order uh, one, Luth. That that D six penalty only applies to that combat. So if you wrote that down anywhere, that doesn't carry over into your next uh, set of combat. All right, pulled muscles go away with long rests. Um, and then two, you, I did write down a list of of items that you all had at the end of the last yes. session did you need me to read that out to you or do you have them noted anywhere tell me uh, more about what that is does that apply to me Salise i do platinum key encrusted with gems yep Salise has a key i have a cloak which has a golden potion golden potion okay mm-hmm I have where, a bag of these? powder and Gar's trident. Mm-hmm. Hook has a cloak and Glowen has a cloak and a pair of boots. And a small dagger? Does that matter? Uh, and a small dagger. I'm going to hand the cloak to Zethafe and just say, hey, maybe while you're napping, you might be able to snuggle up with this cloak. While Luth is long resting, he would uh, examine the potion. Okay. I will oh. examine the boots. I'll examine my cloak. Well, why don't I hand the trident to Salise? If you just... Well, or do... Well, it's your choice, Salise. If you want to take a stab at the key, which might just be a key, or if you want to rest with his trident. Uh, perhaps the trident. I'm guessing if we encounter a lock, we can just try the key, and then we'll know whether it's what we need in that case. This door right. has a lock on it. Yeah, we lock you, it. You, you've already opened the door. Like, oh, okay, you've been through it before. You picked. No, the lock. I, I'm saying just if something Other else lock, unexpected yeah. happens lock. as, gotcha. as okay. we're trying Sorry. to leave, gotcha. okay. instead of short resting with this key, we'll just try it in a lock that we may encounter. Sure. All right, and so I will long rest, investigate, or long short, whatever, investigate this bag of powder whenever it's my watch during the long rest. Why don't we set up a long rest with watches, and we can use our watch to investigate the items? Yeah. Okay. I can so take who watch. Is taking first watch. I can take first watch. Typically, there's three watches in a in a long rest period. Uh, Saxon can do one as well because he's in. Decent shape. Uh, Luth will take. You can do three watches and still receive the benefits of a rest. Luth will take the last one, but he's definitely got to get his rest in before he does that. Um, I can take the first watch or the second watch. I missed the the order. Are you watching in pairs or in singles? I think we're covered, Hook. Why don't you rest? Oh, good idea. Um, 
May I use my wholeness of body action before we do this? It's just an action. I can regain 21 hit points once per long rest. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to do that just in case something happens on my watch. Okay. Take an action to do some fast, crazy monk meditating. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so all of you settle into some sleep. Celise takes the first watch. Go ahead and give me a perception check. Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, as you sit and listen, fiddle with, fiddle with this trident, like spear. Um, you get kind of lost and distracted by the. It's a really pretty item. Um, there's some barnacles on the end of the trident. Um, let me pull up the actual description. Um, I gave it to you before, but I just want to make sure I'm not misquoting. Um, yeah, there's there's some barnacles along the upper part of the haft. Um, there's a jewel. You kind of look at the jewel, and as you kind of look at the jewel, you kind of eyes kind of gla glass a bit, as if just you kind of get lost in the beauty of the jewel. Um, there's a shell at the other end of the hilt um, that is also kind of encrusted and sorry, not encrusted, uh, gilded. It's got like a gold uh, gilding around the, the shell as it's kind of etched into the into the sphere. Um, it's it's a really really pretty weapon. Uh, it's it's almost a shame to have to use such a thing uh, in combat. It would look better, you think, hung over a mantelpiece somewhere. Um, you study it. You listen. Break your concentration for a moment to stare around the room. And, you hear the scratching of some rats in one of the oh. containers in the corner, but nothing nothing strikes you as ominous or dangerous at this point. Uh, so as you think and investigate on your on your item, I'd like you to add the item drown, D-R-O-W-N, to your inventory. Uh, and So that's that's it. Who are you waking up next? Sorry, just a question for the inventory. I have drown, which is a type of item trident, and I have a drown uh, hyphen want, trident, which is a spear. You want the spear? Uh, I re I remade the item so it would be useful for your party. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> no. No one in the party was proficient in trident. Uh, only, <laughs> only one of you, I believe, is martial weapons. So I, I remade it into a spear, nice. so that you guys could actually use it. Okay, I believe I am waking Saxon next. It wasn't my fault. I didn't have a choice. Just what? Oh, yes. Oh, is it my turn? Okay. Uh, I believe. 
Anything Thanks for taking over. Oh, yeah. Yes, anything I should be aware of? Uh, just a couple of rats. Oh, nothing, uh, nothing of significance. Dirty vermin. Okay. Rest well. Best of luck. Thank you. All right, Saxon, give me a perception check. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Um, you notice uh, not just one rat, but two, and they seem to be playing some kind of kind of collect the collect the items game as they're scurrying about the room, and you observe them. You maybe come up with some kind of a, a story that they are that they're telling, some kind of a play that they might be putting on in your imagination you start to think about the things that they're doing as they collect items from one crate bring it to another into their little room uh that's really all the activity that you notice uh, as you're spending time watching and perceiving these rats and all of their various behaviors you're studying this dust and you take a pinch out and kind of roll it around in your fingers a little bit um begins to burn a little on your finger and you drop it down and you notice there's of a, a singe on, on the end of your, your fingertips and as it hits the ground it, it lands on um, lands on one of the corners of one of the crates that happens to be like a metal um, like a metal hasp on one of the crates and it, the dust hits there and you see where the dust hits the metal begins to erode uh, on that crate um, after spending some time uh, working with the dust you realize that this is, this is dust of corrosion and add a dust of corrosion to your inventory. Okay. Great. Nothing else I, uh, throughout your watch. Saxon tries to put out some dust and sp sprinkle it on the path of the rat and see if he can catch a rat in the corrosive dust. Uh, are you trying to uh, lure him, or are you trying to trap him? Uh, are you trying to attack him? In which, uh, are you... Just trying to put it in a place where the thing's going to walk through it. Okay. Uh, make a survival check. This will be like uh, setting a snare. Okay. Not a fan of rats. It's a 17. 17. All right. Um... Yeah, so the, the rat as he makes his pass through. You've watched them long enough. You've observed the path that they're going to take. He makes his way through, and you hear him runs right through the dust. The rat does not come back. So it appears to have... It appears small to have, amount appears to have... Small amount appears to have taken care the rat. of the rat. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a good science experiment for Saxon during his watch. Okay. Um, is that? Was there anything else for the watch? Uh, no, that's it. Okay. He will wake up uh, loose. Yes, loose. Uh, it's. Um, are you? Are you well, sir? What? Who dares disturb me? Yes, oh, right. oh, oh! Sorry. <clears throat> I'll. 
I'll I'll yeah. be ready in a minute. You got a got a deep sleep there for this uncomfortable room. <laughs> it's it's been a long long day. However, I feel much better. Excellent. I but, will uh, take. Be mindful of the rats. Uh, uh, rats. There, there may be rats around. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they'll be coming near me. Most rats avoid me. Indubitably. Right. Take my watch. Give me a perception check for your watch. Arousing eight. Eight. All right. So you sit down to take your watch. You're still you're still worn out. You, your muscles ache. Kind of flex your shoulders a bit as you're rolling your neck and kind of watching around the room. You, you've already been made aware of the rat, so you notice that the rat's there. Um, you realize, oh, I have this I have this potion. I want to take a look at. You take the potion out, and it is really cool looking. And that's all you focus on the rest of your watch. You just can't even with this potion. It is, it, you just lose yourself in it. Um, you look in it and the, the, it's got a golden hue to it. And as you shift around and I'm assuming, you know, someone in here has some, some form of light I'm assuming has remained throughout the evening. I, um, I lit my torch as soon as I came in. Yeah. So as it as it reflects off of the the surfaces, you you kind of observe the golden look, and you kind of you're, you try and like get your good side in it and see like oh yeah, you see your reflection a little bit. Check your jawline, and um, you remember the time that you were turned into an old man, and you chuckle about that a little bit. Um, <laughs> admire your handsome visage in the potion. You uncork it and dip your finger in just a little bit, kind of rub it between your fingertips. Uh, take a bit to your tongue. Um, make a constitution saving throw. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Boy. Uh, what you have in your possession is very rare. Um, you've only heard rumor of such a thing ever existing. Uh, it is a potion of advantage. Mm. Go ahead and add that to your inventory. Uh, and you notice nothing else throughout the rest of your watch with an eight. All right. Added and good to go. Right. That should be advantage on everything for an hour. One thing. Yeah. Um, can me, the player, just clarify the dust of corrosion? Yeah. Um, I don't see anything in there where it would necessarily harm a creature um so i don't know if Any i mean if, if my ear, character uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm, 
made of metal. I missed the, sorry, I missed the, uh, missed the made of metal. Uh, okay, no problem. Portion so maybe we can rat. So we'll see yeah, if maybe the rat we survived. Say, yeah, yeah, the rat was not fatally wounded. He sorry, ate it and then didn't come back. I read it wrong. I Yeah, no problem. Wrong. Apologies. Yep. No, no, I just wanted to make sure I was understanding. Okay, sounds good. Yep. With that, rat had a high iron diet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feeding on all these box hinges. Yeah. Yep, sorry about that. No problem at all. All right, so as the well, rest of you come uh, to, yep. uh, so as anyone else would come to, um, you'd spend some time kind of observing the items that you had. Um, uh, so we'll start with you, Glow. And what were you, what were you doing? You were gonna boots. So you wake up extra early and strap on these boots and put them on, put them on, and you kind of hop down off of a crate. And as you land. You land utter, utterly silently, no no noise as you land off of this crate. Kind of lift your feet, check, kind of stomp up and down, and as you're stomping up and down, it's it's like the noise is deadened completely uh, with every footfall. What you have in your possession are boots of elven kind, which belong to one of Hook's friends. Of note... Agrin absolutely wanted those in the last campaign. <laughs> oh my gosh, he needed <laughs> them. Disadvantage on himself. Anyway. Cool. Alright. Uh, and then who was left? Salise? No, you did yours. Uh, Hook. Hook has one. Uh, yes, had a cloak. Alright. And then Zethave also had a cloak. So Hook, uh, you have a cloak in your possession that you got um, from the chest in Gar's room. So as you put the cloak on, uh, it's funny, you put the cloak on, uh, and you kind of shoulder it, and it's, it looks like a regular cloak. So you look around, and you turn, and as you like kind of spin in it, it flares out behind you and changes color. Um, and then you remember, wait a minute, I think Saxon showed me his cloak did something similar, and so you start thinking about what Saxon's cloak looked like, and as you think about it, this cloak changes to look exactly like Saxon's cloak did at the time. What you have in your inventory is a cloak of fashion. It's the same cloak that Saxon already has and was saying, oh, my cloak does this. It was really funny when you were saying that last night because <laughs> that's the loot that I rolled into that chest. Uh, and oh, that's, that's It's the same exact cloak that you had. <laughs> I also gave that I just bought right before this dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> that's really funny. I rolled it into the chest, and that's what that's yeah. what it was. No, that's great. Sorry, Celeste. That's funny. No, oh. yeah. These really are fashionable. Everyone's wearing them. Sethafay <laughs> <laughs> also has a cloak. Sethafay does have a cloak. Oh, right. Uh, Could it also be fashionable? <laughs> it is not. Um, and as a matter of fact, all of you start looking around the room, and you don't see Sethafay. One of you shouts, uh, hey, Zethafe, where are you? I'm right here. And she, you see her take the hood off of her cloak. She's right there. And as you look, you realize she wasn't necessarily invisible, but she was really, really well blended in to the back corner of the room. Uh, she is wearing a cloak of elven kind that also belonged to one of Hook's companions. Oh, yeah. I, I was always looking around for that guy. That's probably why I couldn't see him. 
It hit him so well we could never find him again. Do we complete our long rest? And that completes your long rest, yes. From a um So I think I have to add the item to set the face character sheet. Yeah, I'm just wondering from a distribution perspective. So yeah, I'm, decide, I'm decide looking decide at her character sheet go, yeah. and she has disadvantage on stealth, so she probably should get the boots unless someone else needs them. I also have disadvantage on stealth. Oh no. And wanted to keep them. Yeah, okay, well keep them then. Because I'm more up in things than she is. Yeah. Cool. Um, is it called the Cloak of Many Fashions? Yes. Cloak yes. of Many Fashions. Okay, cool. Hook! The... What? That... That's remarkable! And it looks the same as mine! You have what? a good good taste in style. Well, now, now try this with the, with the gold and the green. It's not my favorite look, but it's one that I, that I keep in my repertoire uh, and the cloak changes to green with gold trim i like it zethafe doesn't have a cloak this would help her it just has the drawback of it can't be exposed to sunlight for one hour in a row like it gives advantage so it would take away her disadvantage of stealth does it also change colors to, to the suit the mood of the wearer it does say the cloak's color shifts to camouflage you. So, That's yeah. Unbelievable. We'll be quite a fashionable party here. You guys are all cool. So, is she keeping the. I added the cloak to Zethafe's inventory. You can remove it, attune it, whatever you feel like you do. But I stuck it in there and I'm doing a long rest for her now. Cool. So, um... Did anything happen to my ring? Your ring, thank you for reminding me, as you wake, uh, your ring is now golden in color. And you may replace your silver ring with a golden ring of of um, elemental command. So if you search golden ring, you should see golden ring of water elemental command. So as we wake up from our long rest, Elise is quiet. Um, but sits um, just calmly examining this uh, trident and also has in her other hand the key, um, just sort of like fidgeting with them and handling them and sort of like an admiring, you know, like sort of a privately, quietly admiring way. Um, She's very excited to have these things. Well... Before we go, I assume we're going here soon, but, um, Hook, uh, I, I can't help but, uh, notice your incredible skill with the, the bow. Have you been, are you well-practiced for many years? Oh, yes. My, my whole life I've 
I've used a bow, and I would use it to shoot at uh, deer and various woodland creatures as we would travel and trade caravans. And, um, well, shooting small targets helped. Helped me become more accurate, and it's always fun just shooting them really hard and uh, take them out in one. Yes, it's uh, quite remarkable how many shots you can get off in a six-second time period. I can never manage to get off more than one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but, you know, it just takes practice. And, you know, one day you might be able to get there. Yeah. I look forward to the day. And how do you feel about the, uh, the crossbow? Uh, I actually have very little experience with the crossbow. Um it was always a little bit easier to make a makeshift bow in case mine got broken or uh, it, it got, I lost it somehow. Ah, yes. Well, I, I'll let me show you something real quick, just in case, um, in case we're ever in a position where you need to use it. Uh, you see, you have the possibly have the skill. This crossbow here was uh, we were able to. Retrieved from an enemy who uh, treated us most malodorously and and uh, really really ruined quite a few months of our lives. But uh, now I'm able to use it in battle, and it's it's pretty cool. We can uh, you have all these little buttons and knobs and switches down at the bottom of the crossbow, and when you turn one of those, it it actually releases these little vials of poison, and the next arrow that you shoot is a poison arrow. I don't know oh. if you've ever think about working on your bow to add that or, you know, oh. if I'm ever, you know, sadly, uh, unfortunately indisposed in combat, if you if you need to use this one, I just wanted to make you aware how it worked. Ah, oh, that does seem interesting. I uh, would not be opposed to holding it for a little bit and giving it a test and Maybe uh, being becoming more efficient with it. Yes, maybe when we get back to town, we can uh, arrange some sort of a, a shooting match. And oh, a little bit of practice. Oh, I I heartily agree. That would be most pleasant. Overhearing this conversation, I actually wander over and uh, say, "Actually, gentlemen, I." Uh, long time ago came into possession of a bow and it's not particularly my weapon of choice i don't know if hook uh, it would be valuable to you um and i pull off the champion's great bow um and give it to hook please take a look at this see if uh, maybe it's equal to or better than your current bow and maybe it's worth using oh wow i'm uh, i'm studying this and this this seems remarkable and excellent but i don't believe i have the strength to use it mm, maybe. i sadly have a uh, nudely arms <laughs> as, as my uh, lizard men genetics have given me and that is the oh. Well, and I don't want problem, it to go to... And that's the problem with having a dump stat. <laughs> <laughs>
there, Mr. Hook. I know what you were trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you should see Lucy loads these small saplings into this bow and then fires them across the room. It's quite remarkable. It's just javelins and spears and whatever's on hand. Wow. Smart. You could, yeah. That's pretty remarkable. But the crossbow looks like something I could actually I could use. Um, well, I believe we have the option of either going back to your elephant friend. And if we do that, we could, I could arrange for my family to, to send a search party of their own and recover the lost, the lost, uh, my lost companions. Or we could look for them ourselves now that we're well rested. Uh, it's really up to you guys. I'm in your debt for saving me. Well, I don't know what the odds are of finding them, but um, I mean, you seem a pleasant enough fellow. Uh, certainly, certainly willing to help if we can. I just, just question the effectiveness if we will be able to. If the DM has prepared that section of the dungeon. <laughs> figure out the story you want to tell. <laughs> but if, if you feel strongly that you want to at least investigate, I, I certainly support you. I, I think it might be worth a shot just investigating while we're here. Eh. I don't want to. She's more... More of an animal lover. If you tell her that one of them is like a giant seal or something, she may be more interested. Uh, I did see a fish in the water world. Uh, I don't. I'm not able to talk with fish, but it looked friendly. I'm kind of a forest girl. A forest and triceratops. I mean, she was in the forest. <laughs> So that was our very first experience, an owlbear that got loose, I believe. Quite the, quite the memories. Oh, what was his name? Oh, yeah. I mean, Glowin would know his name. <laughs> oh, yeah, that guy. I really wanted to follow him further. Mostly because I knew there was loot in that cave. <laughs> there was loot in that cave. <laughs> Darn it. We'll never know. There was indeed loot in that cave. <laughs> of course, if we got it now, we wouldn't want it anyway. We'd be like, I, what is this? Uh, I purposely uh, set that cave one up dagger. to make you make a choice <laughs> on whether you wanted to split the party for loot or not, and I wanted to see what you would do. Oh, glowing. We're, uh, we're not omniscient, and I guess we'll never know if there was loot in that cave. We probably won't. I'm sure we made the right choice. Uh, How are we on water breathing? Sorry. Nick Fisher. Uh, you rested. I mean, it was so a 24, was 24 hour spell. Hours, so it's it would be coming to its end. Because you, you took a full rest, plus you investigated the whole dungeon, you beat everything. You've got some time if you wanted to exit now, but you, you're going to have to cast it again if you spend hours here. 
Hook didn't have it, so I'll just ritual cast it now, if that's okay. Okay. Yep. It takes ten minutes and something. Well, while she's doing that, uh, Saxon will um, Saxon will speak to his companion and say, "You know, I'm sh- I'm sure we're all feeling quite invigorated by this uh, new day. It's uh, <laughs> been such a beautiful rest in this um, storage closet." within a dungeon underwater. But uh, I, do, I do feel excited about the, the possibilities, you know, myself, um, you know, with this delightful, uh, pleasing cloak and hook, who has, uh, you know, against all odds, discovered the similar make and model, and uh, Zethafe, you know, sporting a fancy new cloak as well. I, I mean, truly, our enemies will not be able to withstand our presence and uh, you know our our fashion, really. Uh, I think we we will be in a much better place of intimidating those who come against us just based on our very appearance. So let's go forth with most confidence and uh, outrageous fashion. And he will uh, use his inspiring leader ability to give everyone ten temporary hit points. If you choose to listen to his 10 minute spiel. Okay. Thank you for the words of encouragement. So you have to add those on your um, character sheet to the right of your hit points. There's a spot for temporary, and you can type in 10 there. Feels like a bit of an upgrade. I think your speeches are getting better. Yeah. At some point they did, but the. the movement in combat is still eight hit points, so there's yeah. a difference there. Yeah. Well, do we know where we want to go? I think we're going to take a quick break now. So we'll take a quick uh, ten-minute break. Uh, come back at ten, and then um, you guys will let me know where where you're going to explore off to. So. I need to use the loo for about ten minutes, and then we can decide. <laughs> so we'll take we'll take ten, ten minutes of ritual ten minute ritual casting break while Glowin uh, <laughs> lays out her ritual casting circle for underwater breathing. So, awesome. all right, see you in a minute. All right, welcome back. As Glowin finishes her spell, and everyone's able to breathe underwater for the next twenty four hours, floor is yours. If we want to take the, the risky route and explore, we can do that or head back to your elephant and uh, we, give them the good news. We are, we are all set up with water breathing. Yes, it seems like we should be able to handle them pretty well as long as they don't have their leader. Yeah, now that we might have some items that will help us especially in the water world, so now seems like a good time to go. At the very least, we could check it out, and, you know, if we need to be at a hasty retreat, we can. Yeah, I agree. It could be a a fun uh, team-building activity, at the very least. Maybe I'll get a chance to use out my my upgraded ring, you guys. It just See how it changed colors? 
Whoa. It feels like it maybe has a different power to it. Wow. Quick, see if you can run up on the walls. It, it gives me power in water. Oh, oh. I thought we were going to have to guess what it was. Oh. Yeah, that's how I was able to control water elementals and speak their language. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> and Solis, I'm sure you heard my uh, my dialogue on the uh, the relative merits of three cloak wearers. So feel free to give yourself ten temporary eight ten temporary hit points. Yes, Solis did clue me into that, and I feel quite peppy now as a result. Okay. It's very, it's very nice diversion to have a chance to think about something like fashion. We don't usually get to spend time on those things. Yes, sadly. I did not add those to Zephyr. Nick, I don't do know how we're well. control Zephyr's hit points, but um, I don't know if you I can add these to her. On mute, literally just saying I did not add them, but I just added them now. So. Oh, oh, cool, thanks. All right, shall we proceed? Yeah, let's let's head out to Waterworld. Currently, I, I I put that cloak in Zethafe's inventory. Um, she long rested with it, so she would have been able to attune to it. Uh, I just wasn't sure if you were going to pass it to someone else. So I did uh, not attune her to it yet. So if you want me to, I can click that button too for now. Um, yeah, let's do that. A lot yeah, of people have yeah, cloaks. Yeah, you said it Yeah, you guys can have a discussion when she's back about... Yeah, It, it yeah. does give advantage on stealth checks made by hiding, so... Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think she would like that. Uh, knowing what little I know of her. This little lip doesn't mention it losing its power in sunlight. Is that an actual part of it? Which um, item? Her cloak of elven kind, I thought. I don't think I remember I reading that it loses its power. I don't remember ever seeing that when oh, I looked it up in the past. What am I looking at? Yeah, uh, Piwafwi, Cloak of Elven Kind. Oh, just regular Cloak of Elven Kind. plain. Yeah. Good. Oh, okay, good. It must have been, that must be a custom item, a, uh, okay. a homebrew mm -hmm. item. Gotta be in the dark or something. Right. Yeah, regular okay. Cloak of Elven Kind does not have any notes of that. Basically, you, you put the hood up and it turns on. Uh, and when it's on, you have to put the hood up to turn it on. Then you get all of the advantages therein. Does that mess with her headdress? Can wear the hood with the headdress. I mean, it's a, it's a big hooded cloak. It's okay. Fine. Yeah. All right. Okay. What now? Where we go? Yeah, can you just plunk us all in the water? Yeah, so I don't have a map, so I'll just do a little okay. speed discussion. So, um... You come, you, you head back to where you were, you go through the watery well tunnels, um, and you come out the other side, you head over to the well. Uh, now, there are two wells. Are you going back to the original well um, here where you fought Gar? Or there was another well here, you remember? Um, in the room. Maybe as we get to it, we'll say, Hook, this looks a lot like the well... You jumped in in the other room. I wonder if it would lead to the same place. Maybe half of us should jump in each one. 
I'm not so sure that's such a wonderful idea. It's, uh, yeah, let's stay together. Maybe Zethafay can one man, one portal, and the rest of us can go down the other. That's what or happens she, when you take the night off. You get, she seemed yeah, to enjoy punish, that. that punish her. She, she, could, uh, she could keep watch over this other portal, make sure it doesn't do anything. Fishy. Fishy. Yes, Luke. Right. Did you want to? Did you want to scout it out first, or should we all just proceed forth? Sure, I could take a look. Uh, just keep an eye out for me, since I uh, won't be able to see or hear here. Uh, and Luth casts his echo and sends him forward down into the tunnel, into the well that's in the room you're in now. The first room. The first yeah. room. Okay. So this is not the well that Hook originally jumped in. This is the other one. Okay. So you send your echo down in. And you can see through the echo. Is that correct? You can see in here. Yes. Yep. And up to the, a thousand feet. Up to a thousand feet while on the same plane of existence? Um. I'm pretty sure if not, then it's not intended to work through planes of existence. Because uh, that would technically be more than a thousand feet yeah it doesn't say anything other than uh a thousand feet so yeah so as soon as your as soon as your echo drops below the surface of the stony well uh you see a shimmering portal like thing at the bottom and you pass through and you lose connectivity with your, with your okay uh, cloud. whoa that was that was quick um so i guess and you would wherever this you leads lost... it goes you would know that you lost connectivity because of distance. Like that's something yeah. that you're familiar enough with that, that like, he wasn't killed or whatever. He just got too far. Yep. So wherever this leads, it, it has to be more than a thousand feet um, for me to have lost connection. I can usually go pretty far with him. So not sure where it goes, but it's, it's a long ways away. Uh, well, I suggest we go to the portal I originally went through, just because uh, I'm a little more familiar with that layout. I know we can get back through it. Would you like me point. to do the same, or? Uh, I think a similar result might happen. Okay. It is nice to know we can get back through. Probably, I'll just start walking that way. I follow. You follow. Okay. So you make your way to the other tunnel. Um, sorry, to the other well. Luth, are you are you science experimenting again, or are we just jumping in? I would follow. I'm not science experience experimenting. John would like to go, so we will go. I guess I'll, I'll just jump in. Okay. So, Hook jumps in the well. I jump in. Follow. Yep. Glowin, Luth, Salise. Zephyr uh, and Saxon. Zephyr Saxon. Okay. So, you all fall into the well. Um,. The world around you feels like an ocean without surface. 
you feel the current in pieces drifting around you. Uh, you look below to a bottomless depth of the sea. Um, there's no deep or shallow. There's no dark depths or wavy surfaces. It's just an endless ocean. It feels as though you're submerged several meters in any body of water on the material plane where you're so far under that you can't see the top and you can't see the floor. There's no sun, but the water itself seems to glow dimly in a bluish-green luminescence. As you drift around, the temperature of the water is comfortable in some areas, cool in others. Um, it's a world uh, that, you're, that you've never seen before. It's a world completely based in the sea. I'd like each of you to make a perception check, please. Natural okay. 20 for a total of 23. Okay. Got 20. 20? 20. 16. 16. <coughs> Saxon, natural 20. Oh, wow. Zephyr okay. 11. 11, okay. So for those of you who rolled a 20 or above, you're able to identify and find the shimmering return portal in which you came. The others of you who have gone through the portal and look back over your shoulder to see where you came start to have a small panic in the lump of your throat as you realize you've come through a portal and you can see right through where that portal was and you're no longer able to see a return exit. Uh, the ones who roll the 20 or above can actually see a small shimmer but it's it's very hard to spot. It's very difficult to see. Uh, I was you, about to say this is a stupid thing to roll natural 20s on but perhaps not <laughs> the, the only way out is to <laughs> identify that portal with a 20 perception um, so as you continue to look around you start to see uh, you know you you originally just take in the scene right so the, the glowing of the water you see uh, forms of uh, um Sorry. Um, you see some schools of fish swim by. You see some uh, some plant life, some corals. You see a coral reef down around one side. Uh, again, you, you know, far off in the distance, you might see um, small city-like structures. Uh, you see as you begin to expand your, your your perception beyond the immediate in what's in front of you, you start to see uh, water elementals in their own home world, swimming, moving. Uh, you see uh, some red clouds of algae-like creature darting around back and forth. Um, you've truly entered uh, an underwater realm. Uh, there's no other humanoid-looking creatures. The water elementals seem more fluid on this on this uh, realm than they did 
uh, in the in the plane that you were from before, where they took on a more humanoid uh, stance. You see these creatures look more uh, more more aquatic in nature. They don't have legs. They kind of have an arm and a torso, but they kind of take on the their their essence more is is in the water. So they they they're more comfortable in this realm. Uh, so they look they look more water risk than they do humanoid. Um, you see some carrying weapons. You see some not. You see uh, them interacting with each other, communicating. Um, and in the horizon, you see a dark shadow begin to approach in the area. The dark shadow grows closer. Large shadow. As you turn and look, you start to see the outline of some form of tentacled monstrosity. Um, make a history check. Any of you. Do we have any way to communicate? Glowing with advantage, sorry. 17. 20 unnatural. Got nine. Zephyr 15, Saxon 5. Okay. What were you saying, Saxon? Do we. Can we communicate with one another? So you are underwater. Uh, you can breathe underwater thanks to the underwater breathing spell. Um, but your lungs are filled with water at this point. So any verbal communication that you try and make cannot so we're be. We're probably made. in. Hand gesture world. Correct, yes. Okay. Um so glowing you you see this you see the outline of this creature at first you think <gasps> Giant Squid <clears throat> No Bigger Well the only thing bigger than a giant squid that you can remember reading about is a kraken a creature of great size and power um dwarfs giant squid dwarfs and aboleth um all creatures that are also large water creatures you see this giant shadow loom over begin to come closer i'm gonna be freaking out because i also don't see an exit and i'm gonna grab onto whoever's near me and just point and panic and try to gesture how do we get out of here Saxon is gonna turn his cape his, his cloak blue like the color of the water Zethafe is gonna put her hood up and Saxon's gonna grab Zethafe's hand and point to glow in and point to the portal and start swimming there and I would like to know, I, I want to remember, I'm sorry, I didn't write it down. Hook, what was your perception? My perception was... When first came in, it was uh, 20. It was, it was 20, I think, right? Yes. Luth and I were in the teens. Yeah, I thought you were 20. Um, Hook, you specifically are looking for signs of your companions. Yes. And, uh... and, and being someone who is tracked and traded for a living... Uh, you enter this realm and you 
you know that tracking things through a swamp is difficult. Tracking things through the water is nearly impossible. Uh, as you enter this realm and you look around and you realize there's nothing. There's no dry anything. There's no hope of dry anything. This realm is completely water-based. Your set of tracking skills to find your companions in this environment is next to useless. Nothing that you've learned your entire life will help you to track anything or anyone in this setting. Mm. Uh, well, I normally would like to tell that to my companions here, but I just uh, give them a sad expression as I realize my hopelessness. So if I see Sax... Sorry, go ahead. If I see Saxon and Zethafe disappear through the portal, can I follow them without being able to see it? Because they can go through, you could go to that general. Uh, Being that they went through, uh, if you went to that general area, you would be able to discover that. It it exists whether you know it's there or not. Um, So going through that space will force you through the portal. So if you do exactly what they do, you could. So Celise, um, holding the trident in one hand. I feel awesome. The the trident feels at home. Uh, it pulses with just a, an energy that just says, "Yeah, yeah, this is this is where I belong." If you if you if you hold it in the water, it feels weightless. Um, as you as you hold it through the palm of your hands, you kind of let it go for just just a moment, not to let it go, but just to see what it'll do. And it, it floats exactly as you leave it. It hovers right there, ready to be grasped by you again as you grab it again and like it's it in jello. And it um it it's like it's in jello, but when you move it, it moves as if it's moving through the air. You can twirl it and spin it, and and it it feels as natural in your hands as any staff or weapon you've ever used before. Uh, and in this environment specifically, it feels even more at home. Um, part of you feels like you need to stay here, or it needs to stay here, or, well, if it's staying, you're staying. Um, but part of you, you know, likes to walk, so there's that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you, you feel like this weapon is is at home in this environment. Yeah, I look around and I see people heading for the exit, which I know where it is. And I see Hook's sad expression, and he appears to be not indicating pursuit of anything. So I kind of sit there in the water, got the trident in front of me in my foreground of my vision. I've got the city in the farther view, sort of just looking from the trident to the city and thinking like this. To the, sh- to the shadow of the Kraken. Sure, sure. <laughs> but I mean, I've got the trident. Like this is what yeah. is meant to kill a Kraken, right? 
You're just kind of thinking like, <laughs> I worked really hard. You know, there were times that I was not able to get to the enemy, but that was not my fault. I was trying really hard and I worked really hard and I did not get hurt as much as other people, but that is just because I'm a monk and monks are awesome and monks don't get hurt as much. And like, this is the best uh, piece of loot and this is the best reward. And I definitely deserve to have this trident and it's definitely feels like maybe there's more down there that I deserve to have because I worked really hard and I did a good job and I really helped kill lots of things. But I also know where the exit is and I like my friends. I like Luth a lot. Um, and I mean, there's more like we might go back to uh, what's his face? I'm very gone at this point. Theo. All these thoughts, she's swimming alone. I am gone. <laughs> we might go back to Theo and he might give us prizes and money and I should have some of that too. So ultimately, I do start swimming back, following everybody back toward the exit portal. I uh, briefly consider attempting to swim to the Kraken and try to talk with him, uh, just learn more about the area. But seeing my newfound friends leave me uh, discourages me from pursuing that option. So I just, I swim back. Okay. Uh, I guess that leaves Luth. You're muted. Man. Keep forgetting. I keep going on mute so that we don't echo. Um, that just leaves Luth. Luth was hanging just to see if Celise was following, but as soon as she turns, he would follow the group. Okay. So you all resubmerge out of the well. Uh, since three of you knew where it was, two on two natural 20s, it's pretty easy to guide your companions back to the portal. Uh, and you come back out inside the well, inside the room, and you can speak. very glad that krakens can't come through portals right you know that is, that is a good point i think we've uh, really explored this as far as we can it was quite peaceful down there uh for about 10 seconds so i think we've you know we were not able to find any evidence uh, i think we've really done our duty here maybe we should uh, proceed out as soon as Celise said, "Crack, it's a good thing Krakens can't go through the portals, can they?" I like started through the other portal. <laughs> I am out of here. There's no way I'm facing a possible Kraken. What portal you're saying? Uh, we have to go back through this portal to get back. Oh, oh, oh! Yes, okay. the whole dungeon. I'm exiting. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm very sorry, Hook. Uh, does not seem to be any evidence. Yeah, it is sad, but uh, I'm a 
my, my family's a pragmatic family. We realize that lives are lost and, and sometimes you just, that happens, you gotta move on. Uh, it's a shame that they can't be put to better use. You were out of commission for a good long time. You, you really would have no idea what could have happened or where they might've been. Uh, you found their piles of belongings, but there was no sign of the bodies anywhere. After scouring the entire regular rooms in this dungeon as well. I mean, I mean, is it possible they fought their way out, uh, weaponless and shoeless and cloakless? Uh, it's, it's always possible, I suppose. And stranger things have happened. Is there any way? There's no way they could be in there breathing in the water, right, Huck? Oh, no, they, they don't breathe water. They, uh, they just breathe air. Okay. Well, I think we've done what we came here to do. Hook, are you coming with us? Uh, yes, I would. Uh, it'd be nice to, to continue my adventuring. And as I've dealt with the immediate danger I was sent to, it's, it's good for a man to leave his father and mother and hold fast to uh, a group a party of friends. strangers. It's a profound mystery how it works, but uh, I've always been told it is it's a reflection of lizard <laughs> lizard man spirit. Yeah. You, your culture seems to have great lore. Thank you. I did not know that there were such deep thinkers among the lizard folk. Oh, very deep thinkers. Is that is that the right term, shall I ask? Lizard folk? Lizard folk, that's acceptable. It's inclusive towards the uh, lizard women alongside the lizard men. Is we, uh, one of our adventures originated in a uh, culture of uh, snake worshippers. So we have uh, various experience with the, the natural world and natural order. And it's a bit unnatural, to be honest. It was uh, women. We don't have to get into it. Let's just. just... <laughs> uh, yes, this might be a conversation for another time. Oh, we do have two days of travel to get home, so... Oh, well, maybe a conversation for, for now. All right. So you're heading back out of the temple. Uh, you don't have to keep moving around the temple. There's there's nothing left in this specific dungeon for you. Um, you're going to head back out and head back to Theo? Is that the plan? You'll spend some time uh, venturing out. Uh, as you get out, you'll notice that the, the water surrounding the temple, um, while it did expand uh, while you were inside the temple, it seems to have stopped expanding past the original. It, it's a little bit further, but not too much further, and it's not growing as of now, near as you can tell. Uh, so it seems like your duty to stop the expanding of the water around the temple has, has been fulfilled. It's not uh, receding at all either. It's still existing, uh, but it is no longer expanding. Uh, you spend some time, you 
assume you swim uh, back. I think you can breathe underwater. You can swim pretty effortlessly. The distance. Uh, you get to the shore. You spend some time hiking back to the town. Uh, and you return to Theo. Uh, Theo greets you as if a normal amount of time has passed. Has passed so you were not in some strange... Uh, otherworldly time cycle as you were in while you were in the water on multiple planes, so you're thankful for that. Um, you're, you're greeted at the door by Theo, who's who's scouring uh, still through books and tomes. Um, and you kind of walk in, you see him in the library. He comes out to say, "Oh, thank goodness you've you've returned. How how did you fare in the in the water in the water trine?" Yes, well, I, we believe we've accomplished the purpose. We were able to um, slosh our way through. It was uh, quite a wet and wild experience, uh, but we were able to uh, dispatch of the uh, barnacled villain. Uh, in my brief words with him, he was trying to bring all Hydra back into the world and Apparently there's a statue of Alhydra there that uh, it did not look like too pleasant of a creature. So, um, yes, we were able to... Um, actually, we found a, a new companion here who was uh, being held prisoner. Uh, this is Hook here. Oh, greetings, Hook. If you were a friend of them, then you're a friend of mine indeed. Alhydra. Alhydra. I know that. I've heard that term before. Was there anything else similar or or striking about this place than the first place you went, the Earth Temple? Any similarities? We can start drawing conclusions. Well, there were various portals to throughout the temple, but then some portals that appeared to take us into a watery world of uh, quite uh, quite intimidating creatures of great size uh, appeared to be a kraken uh, per glowing uh, she she was able to identify it uh, based on its uh, unique uh, shape size and mandibles I believe um, so yes we, we we were able to escape from that but yes the portals are quite distinct taking to another plane the statues, as we remarked quite extensively on the statues of all the rogues uh, in every room seemed to be, I don't know, there was a, there was a gem that some, some people were, you know, seemed to enjoy casting their spells. I don't know, is there anything else I'm missing? Various trolls of uh, quite hideous odor. Hmm. Elemental beings, did we mention that? Yeah, it seemed like each each of these locations had a primary priest or sorcerer or something to that effect, and then these elemental beings that were under its guidance or control. Yes, actually, there was the the one human woman yes. who was yes, uh, you know, working on Hook. Uh, did we have a? Was there a? 
human participant in the other temple? I can't recall now. Uh, there were prophets, humanoid creatures. There were there were there were dwarves in the earth. Dwarves, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, I don't um, I don't appreciate the dwarves. Gar Gar was a Janassi. Uh, so it's a, a race of elemental like um, humanoid creatures. Hmm. So so Theo thinks. Um, he says, "I've been doing research. My concern uh, regarding the the odd elemental influx was that the elementals are very rarely in the same place." Or working together, or um, partnered with each other. You, you, you see, the elementals, while pivotal to our world, um, they don't like each other. As you can imagine, fire and water and earth and air are the, the biggest of the enemy. Uh, they they literally hate each other. But uh, the the other elemental elementals, they very rarely interact. With each other, and for for them to be in the same place when you went to that other temple, um, where you found the rings, was was odd indeed. Which is why I originally sent you there. And now we have this, um, this um, temple situation where these, these pillars have made themselves known in our plane and have started to bring what seems to be, based on your description, parts of those elemental planes into our reality, into our plane of existence material plane you say you went through one of these elemental plane portals and you were able to return and you saw creatures on the other side it's uh it's quite a well the elements don't typically respond negatively towards our plane something seems to be drumming them up some type of force seems to be agitating or, or aggravating them in a way um you mentioned Alhydra in the last place you mentioned an, an Ogramak these names are um referenced in some very old literature in a, in a negative connotation, it seems that the um, they're of the elemental plane, and they would be considered um, the the princes of the apocalypse. Oh my! Ogramak would be the elemental prince of earth. Alhydra is the elemental prince of water. Yan Sibin, elemental prince of air. It's Y A N C B I N. And Imix is the prince of fire. It's rumored that if these four elemental princes are ever to materialize on our plane, then they would bring on the events of the apocalypse. The fact that all four of them are being brought together at the same time is extremely concerning. Sounds like a group of professionals should be hired to put a stop to that. Well, thankfully, we have just that. Are you up to the challenge, my new professional friend? 
<laughs> oh, well. Things are moving a little bit quicker here than I would otherwise expect, but uh, it is good for me to to grow in my understanding of myself and, and my power. So I would love to embark on a quest like this. I mean you no offense when I say that beggars can't be choosers when the end of the world is at stake. So I hope, for all of our sake, that you are up for the challenge. As your I, friends I, here have proven time and time again, you're in good company, and I hope that uh, it seems that we've squelled the advances of the previous two uh, elementals into this plane. Perhaps simply eliminating the prophets or priests as you've determined uh, existed in the last two. If you do the same in the next two temples, maybe that's enough, but maybe not. Uh, maybe we have to do something to, to close these rifts. You, did you go into these elemental portals after or before you slay the priest or prophet? After? We didn't go in the earth one, did we? You did not go in the earth temple. No. After. Well, that's concerning. That means that the portals are still open. They might not be strong enough for them to enter through. It would take an immense amount of energy for the beings that of that size and power to enter through the portals. But if the portal is open, someone could come behind and finish their work to increase the size of that portal, and eventually they could still come through. So it seems like killing the or stopping the priests or priestesses in each temple is enough to slow the advance, but it might not be enough to stop it. Perhaps I'll do some more research to determine what we can do. Um, did you pick up any other clues or hints? Any? Um, let's see here. Roll with Theo. He well, there was also the. See anything? Roll there was also four, the. Sorry. Glowing. Uh, gem that we couldn't destroy that that um, empowered the natural spellcasters. Mm. That would make sense if they're using some form of druidic magic to open these portals. They would want to um, bolster any of their magic, so I'm sure they found a way to, to tap into that. that. That makes sense. There was a... Uh, pool of great stench not sure if that has any bearing oh yeah you guys didn't look at that pool <laughs> um yeah. oh my gosh the statues i mentioned is that like the dead body pool i was gonna say could you blame us for not investigating that <laughs> it smelled real bad <laughs> um yeah. Uh, so as you continue to discuss with Theo some more things, um, so you have the name. He gives you the names of the four elemental uh, princes. Um, he's very concerned. He does notice the the trident on the back of Celise, uh, and says that you know he makes a comment about that looks new. Celise is in here, so we won't be able to like a force a role play situation there. But he would want to study that. I think um, she says no. I've had it the whole time. Right. She, I'm sure, would say something uh, according to that, based on the conversation we had before the before this moment. Um, um, and he says, "Okay, yeah, I'm not 
I'm not trying to be pushy. I'm just trying to figure out what we might need to be doing here. Uh, you say the priestess carried said item. That that item could hold a significant um, impact in in potentially dealing with dealing with things. Maybe maybe this maybe this item helped uh, create the portals, or, uh, and it could be used to close it. Or maybe the the item uh, could be having nothing to do with any of this. I, I don't know. I, I just trying trying to think of all possibilities. Um, I'll show him my ring too. Oh, very good. He uh, saw them before, right? He did. Yes. Um, I did roll to see if he would notice your ring. He did not notice by himself. So. Um, oh no! I was trying for him to notice. Like, oh, he rolled, hey, what's up? <laughs> he rolled a four. He noticed. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> He's very distracted by by the name. Your your his kind of like worst fears came to, came to light when you mentioned the name mm. Hydra, and he started putting the pieces of his puzzle together. Um, so he was a little distracted, but he does notice your ring um, and is encouraged to know that uh, whatever it is, perhaps the empowered version of that ring might be helpful in some way. Um, and he would ask to, to perhaps spend the night, you know playing with that because he identified the original rings to begin with so maybe he could kind of look and see uh what additional powers that ring might have um so he, he offers you good rest um and he would he would want to study the earth and the uh water rings that are now gold um to kind of see if anything new or beneficial could be gleaned from those uh he would also ask uh, about the the trident which we said for now silice will say no um, and if there was anything else that uh, could potentially help uh, spend some time researching tonight, he'd be happy to to do that while you all rest. Uh, I think we investigated everything except the key, if I remember correctly. Okay, Silly says that as well. Two, so... Yeah, it's been two days, so I guess she would have if it was to identify, she probably could have. Um, Saxon will mention to him this this uh, dust that he found that appears to have some uh, properties of uh, corrupting metal and destroying it a little bit. But uh, uh, he has seen that before. It's uh, not a common but uh, item, but it is useful. He's, he's familiar with that and doesn't believe it has any specific ties to this. Uh, when he looks at the key, um, Silice reluctantly holds it out but does not offer it to him. Uh, he would observe that that key is not magical in any way. Okay. Um, I'll show him the but, dagger and that I got too. But dang, that key is nice and would be worth a good amount of money. Uh, if sold, it'd be worth approximately 800 gold. Is he wow. telling us that? He would tell you it's extremely valuable, yes. I mean, it's made of platinum and it has gems. Like, it's it's real nice. Uh, the dagger, he, he holds in his hand and says this would be really nice for his charcuterie board. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we, um... Do we have any capability of uh, outfitting our new friend here? for the upcoming dangers. I know he's, he's using a bit of a secondhand bow and so forth. I don't know if you have any connections to a 
Well, a booyer, but uh, yes, a booyer. I believe I was in town with one last week. Or maybe we can travel there, Hook. But Theo uh, just wanted to... I would be, uh, I'd be uh, delighted to do that. I'll see if I can muster up anything in my storage room. I, I'm not sure I have anything, but I'll take a look and see what I can find. Well, not, I appreciate that. If not, then uh, perhaps you might have luck in town. Yeah. Potentially check out the town if you guys have some time. Okay. I am interested in reading anything you have on Krakens. Krakens. Great. Um, he would have a little bit of knowledge, uh, some, some information in books on uh, the elemental plane of water um, and some of the life that you might find in the elemental plane of water that he could share with you. Krakens are among the very large creatures and entities that exist in the elemental plane um they they don't necessarily live only in the elemental plane of water uh, but they do dwell in the deepest 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 parts of the sea in which the normal plane of existence that's not very many places but in the elemental plane of water the entire elemental plane of water is basically the deepest plane of the sea um so they exist more abundantly there they're not they're not like goldfish, they're not common, but um, where they are, they typically have a layer nearby um, in which they, they can return to. Um, and what are the chances that had we faced it, we might have won? Slim to none. What are the chances that I could uh, speak to it and it would be friendly to me? Krakens were akin to squids, but larger. Their bodies are about 30 feet long. Um, with tentacles surrounding their mouth connected to a conical-shaped center body like a squid. Um, two of the ten tentacles are longer and contain deadly barbs. and had very large eyes. Um, when smaller and younger, they resembled giant squids, but Massive now, they could crush the hulls of ships with their tentacles in single squeezes. Uh, the average Kraken is, again, 100 feet long, 30, 30 meters in length, approximately 4,000 pounds. Um, they are destructive and evil creatures that do not speak common in any way, shape, or form. Um, they have cavernous layers. Uh, and they, um, they are known to enslave humanoids in order to feed and tend to their needs. So, uh, not very likely sounds. Not very likely. Glowin feels good that her instincts were on. Oh, they, uh, they do, they do, they can speak common and aquan. So they are semi-intelligent, but uh, chaotic but evil. 
Well, it's quite good we were able to get out of there without uh, engaging at all. Let's never go back there again. Agreed. So that's what you could figure out and reading and discussing crack it with Theo. Thank you. Uh, he hands your rings back. He would hand your rings back the next morning and say that they are very impressive. But it doesn't seem like these rings, uh, outside of their abilities that they offer in combat and in general use, um, seem to be of any benefit into stopping or slowing down specifically the elemental um, beings, etc. Uh, really nice magical powerful rings. So I believe we were uh, commissioned to head to the location of fire next. I'm curious if you can help us understand, Theo, some of these places we seem to be seeing different creatures that are not always elementals. They may be um, cousin of an elemental, if you will, but the ring has no power over them. I mean, would you expect the same experience in the... the uh, destinations of fire and air? Is there a way we can determine ahead of time? So as you I assume you're describing the Swallowmental. Yeah. Yeah. So as you would begin to describe that he, he would confirm that there are many other creatures in the elemental plane besides just basic elementals. Uh, for instance in the elemental plane of water I think creatures like krakens and water sprites and um, different forms of algae and giant squids and um even um, even genasei humanoid type creatures can all live and survive in the elemental plane of water. Similar are the elemental planes of fire, where even things like bronze dragons can live uh, in the elemental plane of fire. Um, the uh, you you in discussing recall uh, some of the other elemental type creatures that you faced in the elemental uh, mazy cavern thing, the, the salamander like. Fiery lizard, snake men um, are, are creatures that um, typically exist and are connected to uh, the elemental place of plane of fire, uh, but not necessarily elementals. Uh, the elemental plane of fire is not just a place where everything is made of fire. It's, there's, there's a whole city uh, in the elemental plane of fire, for instance, the city of brass, which was built um, and maintained by um, a group of... One moment... Azir, which are like dwarf-like fire creatures, uh, worked with the Ifriti to build the elemental city of Brass. Uh, the Ifriti uh, later um, tried to enslave the Azers to 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 maintain control of that city, and thus beginning a conflict inside the elemental plane of fire between the Ifriti and the Azir races. Uh, Ifritis are large genie-like creatures wreathed in flame that have control over the fire elemental um the, the fire and their elemental counterparts so they're uh, 
again associated with the elemental plane but not necessarily made of elementals um and this this swole elemental champion that you uh proceeded to describe before is uh it seems as an an, an upgraded or a uh enhanced version of the basic elemental form uh, in which they would be combat trained and combat ready and more advanced creatures of similar stature and similar ability of a basic water elemental, but more advanced. So um, not yeah. surprising that there would be other things, but um, similar to how you have, you know, your normal thug plus your upgraded, you know, upgraded thugs in your, in your cults and armies here seems like they would do something similar there as well. Thanks. Are we uh, headed out then or anything first? Um, well, should I wait around for you to uh, search your storage room for equipment for me or should i uh maybe check back at a different time yeah so i think what we'll do pretty late we're already down two people i don't want to get you guys started into the next temple um without them so i'll say that uh during your downtime this week if there's anything you'd like to shop for uh unfortunately for this mission theo did not offer to pay you anything to go to this temple right this was something that you are now you're not you're now not contract to hire for money at this point uh you did find some money in there and you have this key worth about 800 gold as well that you could barter for um so if there's anything that you would like to uh, group up and purchase as a party typical purchasing rules that we've done in the past apply if anything you want send me a message i'll look it up i'll give you a value based on its rarity etc um determine feasibility for said item um, hopefully I don't then roll that item into a uh, chest for you in the very next dungeon that you enter into. Um, <laughs> I thought about changing it, but then I thought it'd be really funny. And then when, uh, when, great. when Hook got it and then you commented on your cloak, I thought that's just really, really funny. Um, <laughs> so Was there nice a, decide. did you have a list of like, weren't there like three or four very expensive yeah, items in town that we could purchase? Yeah, so... Is that here? We had done that. That was the other campaign. Um, in this campaign, oh, okay. I sent you guys the list of, like, reasonably priced magic items, I think. I'll look for it again. Um, okay. And it, it's like a... Um, it prices items based on their power level, not their rarity. So, like, some items that are, like, uber, uber, uber powerful, like one of the items you guys <laughs> got in the last campaign really early. Um, that's not technically worth a lot of money, but it's like really game-breakingly powerful. Um, are priced much higher, so like I can I can share that list again. And there's if there's things on there that you guys want to look through and potentially barter to try and obtain, that's fine. Um, you guys have a lot of really good magic items as it stands right now already. Um, so I've been trying to make you guys make sure you all are well equipped um, as you move forward. But uh, yeah, you. Um, can take a look at those if there's anything you plan on purchasing or wanting to buy um well and we'll do we'll do that quote you know shopping shopping die roll thing so basically the way shopping works hook um again i'll send the list you can look through it uh when you want to buy something if there's anything any common items so like any any literally any common items so any non-magical items they're always available in the shop uh, at their price that they are priced in the um 
in the player's handbook, right? So if you want to buy plate armor, plate armor is readily available for you to purchase in the city. It costs as much as it says it costs in the player's handbook. And we do some die rolling. And I, I don't remember. I have to look at the die rolling that we did. But if you roll a... Um, I'll allow you to roll a... Um, persuasion check at each of the vendors. So if you go to an armorer, you will roll once for anything that you buy at the armorer. Uh, so if you're going to buy a plate mail and a shield, you'll roll once and you will get a discount based on your roll. Um, so if you roll well, then you'll get a bigger discount than if you roll poorly. Roll a, just um, roll a and, d20. And it would be it would be a uh, persuasion check. So it's like you're negotiating, okay. right? So you would roll a d20 based on your persuasion modifier. Um, and you would you would you would get a better percentage off or no percentage off or maybe they'll charge you more if you roll really bad um and so that's kind of how we do shopping so just if you if there's anything that your character doesn't have that you think uh i think i'd like to have that um just send me a message in the in the group text and we'll work out like who you're going to buy that from at the next session we can we can do all that we don't do a lot of city rp um so one i'm not good at it and two uh, it takes a lot of time so um yeah, that's how we've been handling shopping in the tri in the in the campaign. So kind of speeds it up a little bit. So, um, right. I'll send the list of of the available magic items out with their prices, which most of them are unaffordable. But there's a whole bunch that are very affordable. I say very affordable. It's all in the eye of how much money you have, right? So a few of you have some money now. So things get more affordable as you as you come up with money. And again, uh, that that key is worth 800 gold if you can pry it out of Salise's hands. Um, <laughs> that would be our next uh, mission. <laughs> good, good luck with that one like go to combat um but yeah uh this is a good session um and then what we'll do is we'll start next week with that and then once you're done that which will take a little bit of time we'll roll right into uh the entrance to the fire temple uh so you've got a good amount of history to think about a good amount of um good amount of cool uh, facts uh, about what you're facing uh, and some clues as to what Theo might need to try and research what needs to happen to stop the elemental invasion. All right. Sounds Great. Good. Any Sounds other good. questions or issues or thoughts before we stop the session tonight? Nope. Nope. I don't think so. See you next week.